Greetings and welcome to the Developing Dad Podcast. I am your host, Michael J. Griffin Jr. And in today's podcast, we're going to discuss Proverbs chapter 7. And I've entitled this Profile of a Thought. Before we get started, I need you to help me out by giving a like, a subscription, and a comment on the channel, and hit the notification bell so that you don't miss out on any of the content that I'm producing. I will producing, I'm trying to produce content Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and it would be of great assistance if you could help me out with that, okay? So without further ado, let's get started. This one should be a doozy. Okay, so I'm not going to go through the entire proverb, but I'm going to highlight some portions that I think will be helpful in helping you to determine uh, what to look for when you are, <laughs> I guess, choosing a spouse, right? That would probably be the best uh, way to describe this. Yeah. Avoid these type of women at all costs, basically. Right? Don't even befriend them, much less get into relationships with them. So let's get straight to it. Okay. Now, this is generally how I break up the Proverbs. And if you're not familiar with my series on the reflections of the proverb, reflections on the Proverbs in the past, you can go back and look at some of those videos. I will post uh, a couple of the playlist here so you can take a look at it. But the idea is I go through uh, the plan, the purpose and the produce of each proverb. And in this one, the purpose, obviously, the plan is to sit a young man down and to teach him what what he should do in life right it's a man teaching his son solomon is teaching his son okay and this is the the pattern that we see in this proverb then the purpose comes in what is he trying to teach him what is the lesson that needs to be learned and it's plainly stated here in the uninspired title warning against the adulteress and i'm going to give you seven things that you can take from this verse from this chapter that will help you to recognize a possible adulterous woman or in this case what i'm styling as a thought all right because it's the nomenclature of the day so the first one is in verse 10 the uniform a lot of people will be up in arms immediately because how can you you can't judge a book by its cover this is the bible the inspired inerrant authoritative sufficient word of god and it says in verse 10, and behold, the woman meets him dressed as a prostitute, wily of heart. All right. You can know based on the uniform, all of the hair, the nail, the fake nails, the fake hair, the uh, the skin tight clothing, uh, the, the all of the, the makeup and everything that keeps you keeps you distracted from what's actually in her heart because her heart's wily. But it keeps you distracted. Right. All of these things are meant to keep you from focusing on what's most important, right? Charm is, charm and dis, charm is deceitful, right? Right. The Bible says that a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. This woman does not fear the Lord and she's trying to hide it behind all of these things. So you can tell by the uniform. The second, it's a grouping in verse 11 is she is loud and wayward or as the KJ puts it, she's loud and stubborn. Does that, does that ring a bell, right? Loud, boisterous, always combative, always ready to, to fight, uh, with her words and she's wayward stubborn she doesn't want to do things god's way she's definitely got a, not going to want to do them your way as a man if she's not submitting to god why would she submit to you god created her you didn't he's he's a ruler she belongs to him and she's not respecting god why would she respect you as a man okay so she's loud and stubborn void loud and stubborn women her feet never stay at home always need to be out in the scene right that is uh, verse 11, part B. She doesn't stay at home, right? 
she's not she's not about her home she's always in this always on the scene it used to be that you had to go to the club and do all of these things and that's still a possibility but she could always she could now be outside of the home by just being on social media she could be the type of woman that's always on social media always on tiktok always on instagrams instagram looking into her dms right wanting to be uh wanting to be seen right she's not about her home she's inter- inter- interested in what everybody else or what the world has to say okay so that's another thing to look out for number four right verse 11 i'm sorry yeah uh verse 13 she seizes him and kisses him right she's aggressive sexually aggressive she's loose she has loose morals she's the aggressive one she is sexually aggressive avoid that type of woman right you need a woman who is pure chaste who uh, values her body uh, and has given it over to god and is not interested in giving it to you or being sexually aggressive okay all right the fifth one this one may be surprising to you but look at verse 14 i had to offer sacrifices and today i have paid my vows religious she can be in the church she can be in the club on saturday and then uh, in the church on Sunday, right? And I mean, I'm pretty sure. You, that, I mean, that's not that's not an uncommon thing. It's been it's been uh, mocked in movies. It's been mocked on YouTube. It's been it's been a common uh, idea for several gener- a few generations now that women will be in the club on Saturday and then in the church prominent on Sundays. Okay. Number 16, I mean, number six, apologize, is in verse 16. She said, I've spread my couch with coverings, covered linens from Egyptian linen. Linen. I've perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. All right, come let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us delight ourselves with love. She is enticing. She will put on all of the things that that make her uh, appealing. The, 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 from the um, she will, uh, from the, the perfume to the hair, the nails. Again, I mentioned all of that stuff. It's the uniform. She entices you. She 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 speaks to you in such a way that makes you want to become a part of what she's doing, a part of this sin. Because she can't she can't do this without you. Okay, come let us take a. She's going to entice you. Let us take our fill of love to the morning. I'm yours all night. Right. Let us delight ourselves with love. She wants to entice you. Do not be enticed by her. All right. And then the last one, number seven, she's deceitful. Verse 19, for my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He took a bag of money with him and at full moon, he will come home, come home. She's married. She's deceitful. She's planned this out. She knows exactly what she's doing. She's deceitful and cunning. If she's deceiving her husband, she's definitely deceiving you. Don't fall for it. All right. All right. So let's go to what this what this is supposed to produce in you as a man. It's supposed to produce in you temperance. All right. There are three main ways that men are. And, and I, I've all alliterations. You'll know me if you know me, you know what I, I like alliterations. Three main ways that the Proverbs talk, talks about how men uh, need to be tempered. Uh, one is their appetite. Right. Proverbs 25, 16. If you have found honey, eat only enough for you, lest you have your fill of it and vomit. Gluttony is a big problem, right, for men. Okay, and it's something that I'm going to be discussing on my channel as well. The second one is anger, right? Proverbs 16, uh, 32 says, Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city, being able to control your anger. And then the third is the one we're going to discuss right now in uh, Proverbs 25. This is what it's trying to produce. Let not your heart turn aside to her way. Do not stray into her paths. Arousal is one of the ways, one of the main ways in which in which men need to be tempered. That's that's our issues, right? Appetite, anger and arousal. 
proposals are three things, right? I think uh, Kevin Samuels uh, puts it like this sex, silence, sandwich. Those are the three. But the Bible speaks again. He knows that because the Bible teaches it. Appetite, anger, arousal. I use those, right? <laughs> AAA, AAA. Okay. So, what are the implications of this text? And then we're going to close out. All right. Verse seven. Only a fool is going to fall for this. All right. Only a fool is going to fall for this. Verse seven. And I have seen in, uh, among the simple, I perceived among the youths, a young man lacking sense. You only a fool will fall for this woman's devices, especially if you've been taught well. But fools fall for, for this. OK, these are the implication. The other implication is that this will end in your death. Verses 22 through 23. All at once he follows her. He doesn't listen. He goes as an ox goes to the slaughter or as a stag is caught fast till an arrow piece pierces its liver as a bird rushes into a snare. He does not know that it will cost him his life. It always does. You will not get out of it. Either you will go down to Sheol uh, at the end of your life or you will be or your life will be ended because of a woman like her. It's, it's one way or the other. Right. You it will end in your death. And the other implication is something that I mentioned earlier. It's a man teaching his son. Verses one and twenty four. And let's go back up here. Verse one. My son, keep my words and treasure up my commandments with you. Keep my commandments and live. Keep my teaching as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Right. So that you can see them like this ring. This rings on my fingers. Always there. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on a tablet of your heart. Your heart's always with you. OK. Say the wisdom. You're my sister. Verse 24. He says, and now, O sons, at the end of it, at the end of all of that, he says, now, O sons, listen, listen to me. Be attention. Pay attention to my words. Pay attention. The idea is men should be teaching their sons. And we've lost a generation, especially in the black church. We've lost a generation of men being able to teach their sons to avoid this type of behavior, to avoid this type of woman. And it's been this type of woman that is that has caused that generation to uh, to miss it. OK. Men like Kevin Samuels, men like uh, Coach Greg Adams, these men have tapped into this energy. Right. One of the things I see whenever I go onto Kevin Samuels's page and see his uh, videos from the past, the chat always Godfather, Unk. Right. Same thing. There are many, many people, Unk, Unk. Oh, men are starving, starve for over the men to teach them because of things that they didn't get from their father. It's one of the reasons why, you know, I, I'm not really starved for that type of uh, interaction is because my dad raised me. It, it, it is a it as, as someone who was raised by his father, who who actually, you know, my parents are still together to this day. I've never known life without my father. Uh, I, I was taught by him lots of things. There were some things he taught me. There's some things he didn't teach me, just like I'm doing with my sons. But but as a, as a man who was taught by his father, I can always I see uh, clearly I can see when men are lacking that father figure in their lives because they're going to other men, older men for that that experience. They yearn for it. It, they, it. it is the void is so palpable. It's obvious to men who've actually had their father and men like Kevin Samuels and Coach Greg Adams are capitalizing on this. And I'm not saying it's a negative thing that they're capitalizing on it, but it's there and they're 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 doing what they can. They're doing what they can to help fill that void. Again, ultimately, the void needs to be filled by the gospel, by Jesus Christ. But and that's one of the reasons why my channel exists. Not that I think that you should be following me. I'm only 43 years old, but the wisdom that I have only comes from the ancient wisdom uh, that, that stands the test of time. It'll be the same wisdom that my sons will be able to pass on to their sons. The same wisdom that Solomon passed on to his son It's the ancient wisdom from the one who knows all. It's God. 
All right, so that that's the last implication, right? Uh, just think about that. I'm gonna sign off here, but don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, uh, avoid, please, and also avoid thoughts at all costs, okay? And if you'd like to support the uh, channel financially, you can find the information in the description. All right, and I'll see you all on the next one. Grace and peace.